Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. This episode is going to be the last episode of the year, so I hope it finds you well. And I'm excited to be talking to you right now as we wrap up 2021 and head into 2022. I have lots of things that I want to cover with you today that are related to the New Year's and the holidays and kind of turning over the year. But I first wanted to say thank you. There are hundreds of you that download episodes every time I release a new one. Thousands of you who have downloaded all of the episodes since I started, you know, back in in August of 2020. And this podcast really was an extension of the work that I've been doing with clients for the past 10 years. You know, these are these are snippets of conversations that I've had with people, you know, in the walls of my office or now over a screen as well. You know, I've been able to share some people's stories, talk with other guest experts, and it's just it's really incredible and I'm so grateful that you have been getting value out of it and supporting the podcast all of this time. Always feel free to share it with anyone that you think might benefit and always feel free to connect with me. If there are things that you are wanting to see more of, you know, I am new at this and I'm open and I want it to just really be a place that you can feel supported and understand what this process looks like, what to expect along the way, and generally just how to you know, get inspired and connected to other people, you know, doing this work or who are in this work. So if you would like to see more people sharing their stories or more guest experts podcasts, you know, I love bringing other people on. Um, My perspective is just one. So it's nice to talk with other people doing this work. Then let me know. Um, You can always reach me on Instagram at Align Nutrition, DM me, connect with me there, or email me at support at alignnutrition.com. So Thank you again. And, you know, I'm not sure where you are in your healing process as you're listening to this. You know, for some of you, you may be experiencing your first holiday season without extreme stress and guilt. You may have had some wins. You may have seen some changes. You may have some shifts in perspective. You may not be super worried about, you know, all the food and socializing, or you may feel a bit anxious about it, but hopeful. I was reading uh, Brene Brown has a new book called Atlas of the Heart, and she talks about the difference of kind of stress and overwhelm and how stress is, you know, feeling kind of an inability to, you know, imagine all that's coming ahead, you know, just feeling that like pressure of time and demands, but there's this hopeful optimism. So I think that really relates a lot to, to this work. So maybe you're feeling that way, you know, hopeful that you can continue to to make change, that you can show up even if you're uncomfortable, that you can eat things even if you feel a bit guilty or you can 
experience some joy, some joyful moments, um, you know, maybe realizing that something wasn't as hard as it used to or eating something without guilt that you once would have felt bad about doing or eating or not doing things like, you know, feeling pressured to work out in a rigid way or to compensate. So I, I hope that I hope that this message is finding you well in, in your journey. So I'll be speaking to to a couple different phases of the journey today. So something that I notice is this time of year, we can feel pressured and triggered, not maybe the, you know, what you're eating at your office holiday party or what your aunt is serving, you know, at Hanukkah dinner or whatever. It just, it may be that you used to go on a diet this time of year, or you might be, have been kind of letting yourself eat in certain ways because you were going to, you know, double down and be good or be eat clean or however you might have defined it once, you know, the new year starts, or maybe for you, you were always really, really rigid. And so you dreaded doing things that might interrupt your plan or your day or or how you felt like you should be eating. So, you know, the holidays, I do think bring about a lot of social disruptions, a lot of anticipation of the year changing over, maybe travel um, also can throw these things off as well. So, you know, I think it's a, it's a good opportunity. A lot of times we, we seek out, you know, whether it's eating a certain way or, you know, exercising in a certain way, we're dealing essentially with discomfort and we're looking for plan, a plan of safety, a plan that promises us that we'll feel okay. You know, so there's, there's a comfort in as much as there's a dread in, you know, I'm going to start a diet in the new year or I'm going to eat clean in the new year or this is kind of it for me. There's also um, a comfort and a safety in that, or you may just be feeling uncomfortable in your body and that's making you feel pressured to start restricting your food intake or starting, or maybe you're feeling guilty about eating or, or kind of what you're doing. So, you know, wherever you are, I think sometimes what we can take is we can take from we are uncomfortable and we're also wanting to change. And sometimes we want to signify something. And I think when you're healing your relationship to food, there's a lot of fluidity. There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of it depends. There's a lot of just trust the process. The It takes time. <laughs> so there's nothing really tangible or concrete. I mean, there are, there are tangible and concrete things. I think there's guideposts, there's signposts where, you know, you have an experience and you remember, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have been able to do this before, or that was really nice, or that was really hard, but, you know, I got through it. But there's there's less of that I'm following this plan. I'm doing these things. I eat this. I don't eat that. You know, I'm working out five days a week or whatever your plan is. We tend to crave kind of a structure to, to this process. So as much as it's really fluid and nuanced and, and gray and independent of, of your journey, I, I do think the New Year's is a good time to just take some stock and set some intentions. So I want to walk you through what that could look like today. If you're the type of person that likes to journal, I feel free to grab one if you're listening to this while you're unloading dishwasher or driving in the car or you know taking your dog on a walk or whatever. Um, that's fine. You, you don't need to have that. But I just want to walk you through a couple, a couple things that, that you could think about because I do think it's a good opportunity to you know, set some attentions and put some things down that, that you want to change. I did this exercise last year with some members of my group community, um, a group program. And um, we actually wrote things down on paper. And um, then we put some of them in a fire <laughs> and burned them and then had the the new fresh start in, in a new notebook. So just some thoughts if you're that type of person. <laughs> it can feel kind of nice to, to throw it away or, you know, let go. Um, other times you might just want to really, again, just think about it and and look back on it. So 
you know, I'm glad we're all in this together. And I hope that, you know, this year can be the year that that maybe marks something different or a new phase of your healing and recovery, something more permanent. So the relationship, the process of healing your relationship with food is a dynamic process of two different forces. So there's two forces at play. And one of those is kind of a letting go. And that's where we're rejecting things. We're rejecting the diet mentality. We're reducing how much time and energy we spend on micromanaging our food or our body. We're challenging things that we've been told about food. You know, is fat really bad for you? Are carbohydrates really fattening? You know, whatever. Exploring, you're just kind of letting go. So maybe that's certain beliefs that you might have, certain thoughts you might have, certain rules you might have about food. You know, when I travel, I, you know, do a strict diet for 14 days leading up to it. That's that's a thought. That's an experience that you can really reject. You know, I'm not doing that before spring break this year, or I'm going to let go of those beliefs that I have to do that, that I have to, you know, try and, and again, restrict myself to look a certain way to be able to enjoy a vacation or whatever your definition of that is, but to try to find some more stability some more permanence into what you're doing. If you're listening to this, I doubt you want to spend, you know, every year doing that or before every vacation doing that. So there's this, that really this rejecting, this um, reducing, this, this letting go, you know, how do you feel about food? How do you feel about your body? What are some thoughts and beliefs that you have about food? Can you start to challenge those? Some people get really concrete with this and they might write out, you know, two to three different things that they specifically want to let go of. So maybe it's, looking in the mirror when I go to the bathroom and, you know, picking apart my body. Or maybe it's something like, I want to start eating more carbohydrates because I notice that I always overeat them or I have a low energy and I think that I that I need to add more food to my day. Or I notice I always eat a lot in the afternoon. I wonder what would happen if I added more to breakfast. So you're challenging these thoughts, these rules, these beliefs you might have about food in your body. So again, think of maybe two to three that you really want to say, hey, I, I absolutely want to let go of these. So the other half of the process that's, that's the dynamic process that's happening is getting connected. So as we're letting go of things, we're also getting connected. If I was sitting with you in a room, I would be, you know, kind of gesturing my arms out and then I would be kind of pulling together your, your body and your head. That's part of healing your relationship to food, getting to know your hunger cues, you know, starting to listen to yourself. I notice that when I try to go low carb, I don't have as good of workouts or I notice that when I try to have an intermittent fasting window, it, it just always backfires. Or if I notice that I give myself freedom to eat everything, that it's a little too much for me at once. So I'm going to start getting connected to, you know, what type of snacks I want to bring in or how often I want to eat things that really challenge me. You know, so you're getting more connected to your emotions. You're getting more connected to your biological cues. When are you hungry? When are you full? How, how much is full for you? How much is just eliminating hunger? What sounds good to you? How did that meal make you feel? Did it keep you satisfied? Did it satisfy you mentally, physically, or both? You want to think about how long did something keep me full if I'm going to be in meetings for the next four hours? You're thinking about your body and your biological processes, and you're also thinking about your emotions. How do I feel about all of this? I notice that when I'm really uncomfortable, 
I tend to grab a bag of chips or something crunchy and zone out. I notice that when I'm sad, I always restrict my food intake because it's too intense for me to feel. I like to numb out. I like to, when I feel overwhelmed, I tend to try to control my life through micromanaging my body or controlling what goes in my body through food intake. What happens for you in terms of emotions? So these all play into eating more intuitively or healing your relationship to food or getting more connected. So as much as you maybe wrote down or thought about a couple things that you'd really like to let go of, I'd like you to think about a couple different cues or emotions that you would like to connect to more next year. So a pretty dynamic process here, kind of summarizing everything we've talked about. We've talked about a lot of the different challenges that come up over this turn of the year just the year signifying, you know, what did you do in past years? Were you dieting right now? Were you restricting your food intake? Were you super stressed? What do you want to let go of? What do you want to reject? What do you want to do differently? And then what do you want to do in terms of showing up for yourself, getting connected to your body? Is it changing up the type of exercise that you do? What feels good for you? So think about that. Like I said, feel free to jot it down share it with a friend, talk about it with somebody that's important to you, maybe share it with a therapist or if you have a dietitian, talking with them about that. But I think it's it's a nice way to basically just drop a pin in this journey and just think about what we might want to do differently and just bring just bring some goals to what we are doing as much as this is a fluid and dynamic process. So Thank you again for being here with me. I cannot tell you how much it means to me to connect with you and do this type of thing through you know, podcasting and Instagram outside of the work that I do with clients. If I can ever support you in 2022, you're welcome to inquire to work with me. Otherwise, please just stay connected. Let me know if there's anything that I can help you with. And I'm just wishing you the absolute best as you turn over this year. And I hope that there is a lot of good things ahead for you. Even if the holidays are a bit challenging, um, hopefully next year will be that much better. And there's some cool things for you on the horizon in 2022. Until next year, thank you so much. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.